This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Empire. Welcome to a special edition of Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel, C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take on Salary Cap and Contract Matters. Today we're going to focus on one topic and one topic only, and that is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers sent shockwaves to the NFL community uh, with comments after uh, yesterday's NFC Championship game um, loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where he openly questioned his future uh, with the Green Bay Packers, which is something uh, nobody saw uh, coming. More specifically, Rodgers said, lots of future, lots of guys' futures that are uncertain myself included, um, said, I don't know. I really don't know. There's a lot of unknowns going into this offseason now. I'm going to have to take some time away for sure to clear my head to kind of see what is going on with everything. But it's pretty, pretty tough right now, especially thinking about the guys that may or may not be here next year. Everyone has always assumed uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on borrowed time um, with the Packers because – of what happened in the 2020 draft. The Packers moved up to take uh, Jordan Love, his potential successor, with the 24th uh, overall pick in the draft, which was pretty much starting the clock on when um, Aaron Rodgers was going to leave Green Bay. He obviously wanted them to get some help um, for him as opposed to drafting his uh, potential successor. So it's kind of like trading places with Brett Favre when – he was the, uh, when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, Favre was like, give me more help. Don't draft my replacement. Now, Jordan Love wasn't in the backup this year. He was the third-string quarterback. Tim Boyle was the uh, backup. So Jordan, Jordan Love uh, probably isn't ready to play and be the starting quarterback. I still tend to think that the timetable for Rodgers' departure is going to be 2022. Um, for what it's worth, uh, Matt LaFleur sure does not want Aaron Rodgers to be gone uh, next year. He's like, I sure as hell hope so. Me ask if he expects Rodgers to be his quarterback next year. Hell yeah, he better be back. Well, he is the overwhelming favorite to be the MVP, Aaron Rodgers, that is. Had arguably the best season of his career. Career high 70.7 70 70. completion percentage. Threw a career-high 48 touchdown passes, only five interceptions. That's almost a 10-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio. 4,299 passing yards, seventh in NFL. League-high, 121.5 passer rating, which is the second best ever in a single season. So, I still think the timetable is going to be Aaron Rodgers 
potentially departing in 2022. Especially since the Packers made it to the second consecutive NFC Championship game. Uh, the only way I think he is out in 2021 is if he forces his way out. If he's like, hey, I've had enough. I want out. I don't appreciate you drafting my replacement. And if it really sticks in his craw that Matt LaFleur took the ball out of his hand right before the two-minute warning instead of letting him go for a touchdown on four for eight and kicking the field goal, if he really wants to play hardball, maybe he can get out. One thing I wouldn't take his comments to mean is he's going to retire. Um, if Aaron Rodgers retired, one big problem with that, anytime you have um, remaining signing bonus proration and you retire, the team has the right to recoup that money from you. And if Aaron Rodgers abruptly retired, who knows, maybe the Packers go after the $11.5 million in bonus proration connected to his uh, 2021 and 2022 contract year. So that's $23 million total they could recoup. Uh, some teams recoup it, some don't. Marshawn Lynch, who retired from Seattle, uh, his first retirement, didn't recoup the money. Calvin Johnson is still salty because they came after signing bonus when he retired. Uh, San Francisco went after, got money back from Patrick Willis when he retired. So <laughs> I don't think he's going to retire. Now, let's say uh, he forces his way out. First, what would the compensation be? You got a guy who's played arguably the best football he ever has in his career during the regular season. Will win MVP this year. So it's unprecedented for a 37-year-old quarterback to be traded. So you go back to looking at the max compensation for Carson Palmer, maybe as a guide. Carson Palmer was about five years younger. Um, 2011, midseason trade, Bengals to Raiders, was a first-round pick and a conditional second-round pick, which could have elevated to a first. So maybe it's two firsts. Because of how well he's played, 37, as we've seen with Tom Brady, he's still got several years left, and Rodgers has said he wants to play like the Brady plan well into his 40s. So you got him at 37, 38, 39, basically, on his current contract, which are three years left. So you may have another contract in him, um, particularly the way he's playing, that people are holding father time off at bay a little bit better. He seems to take care of his body. Uh, quite well. So now let's look at the cap ramifications, and that's why you probably aren't going to see him traded voluntarily. Now he'd have to force his way out, but still, Green Bay would be very reluctant to do that. <laughs> Any trade would have to occur before the third day of the league year, and there's a reason for that. He's got a $6.8 million roster bonus due that day, so <laughs> you're not going to eat the $6.8 million, then trade him, presumably. <laughs> now, He's got a $36.352 million cap number this year. Um, so if Green Bay were to trade him because of the bonus proration and also they restructured his contract at the end of the 2019 season where they converted $14.26 million of Rodgers' 2020 base salary into signing bonus, so that, that now has proration, that kind of adds to the problem, which means – you would have a whopping $31.556 million in dead money, a salary cap charge for someone no longer on the roster. The record for a single uh, individual cap charge in a league year is Brandon Cooks. This year, this 2020 league year for the Rams, $21.8 million because of his trade 
from um, uh, the Rams to the Texans. You would save $4.796 million on the cap doing it this way, uh, trading him. But that's a huge amount of dead money. And then you have to be certain Jordan Love is the guy. That's only if he is going to force his way out. You would remove his remaining cap numbers off of the books. So 2022, that's $39.852 million. In 2023, that's $28.352 million. Those would come off of the books. The acquiring team would need to have $22 million of cap space to absorb his total salary for this year. $73 million over three years, plus a million in incentives each year. Dirt cheap for a quarterback. Tom Brady, $50 million over two years, max of 59 More expensive and six years older. So $24.33 million average to get him for three years. That's less than what the transition tag number was this year, which was $24.837 million. So um, you're talking about uh, tremendous value there. Now, obviously the first team which would come to mind if Aaron Rodgers is going to force his way out <laughs> would be the Indianapolis Colts. Phillip Rivers retired. Once you factor in the top 51 players who uh, only matter for out-season accounting, they have about million of cap room. Can easily accommodate that cap number. New England Patriots need a quarterback. (laughs) $57.4 million of cap space at $175 million uh, salary floor with the NFL and NFLPA agreed to. The Washington football team. And first, I would think if you do have to trade him, the Packers would want to do what they did of Brett Favre, trade him out of the NFC. Favre uh, went from the Packers to the Jets. So those would be two destinations, potentially. AFC, among NFC teams. Um, Washington football team, $32.6 million of cap space, which would grow to almost 46.2 if you cut Alex Smith. Aaron Rodgers has a house in Southern California, but the Rams have the fifth most cap commitments right now. They're over $200 million, so that would be tough. They'd have to get rid of Jared Goff as well. San Francisco, he's been known to hold a grudge and have thin skin. They took Alex Smith number one um, as opposed to him. Maybe he still holds a grudge, but he is a California native. They have 14.9 of cap space, but they can pick up $23.6 million by parting ways with Jimmy Garoppolo, which uh, they would easily do if they thought they could get him. Um, Garoppolo's got a no-trade clause for 2021 only. That's trading or cutting him. They pick up 23.6 in cap space, so that puts them at 38.5. So those would be the teams, some teams to potentially look at. Um, not mentioning the Saints because they're like $112 million over the $175 million floor, so I don't know how they can get to a point where they could even absorb Aaron Rodgers. Pittsburgh, another team, significant cap problems. Ben Roethlisberger retires. They pick up $19 million. They've got over $200 million of cap commitments. They may have the second worst cap situation behind the New Orleans Saints. So you pick up 19, you bring in 22. So that's a net. So you lose three in a trade like that, but it's the AFC. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Pro Football Talk had an interesting idea, but got some of the math wrong that I've never heard of anyone doing, which is you agree to a trade and you hold it until after June 1st. Because beginning on June 2nd, Bonus proration from the future years doesn't accelerate uh, until the current cap. Now, uh, what Pro Football Talk didn't um, account for is $6.8 million roster bonus. You only have $14.352 million of bonus proration for this year dead money. But if that to pay the roster bonus, that adds $6 million, $6.8 million to it. So you'd have $21.152 million of dead money. You pick up $15.2 million of cap room in a trade in this manner, and then you'd have uh, $17.204 million of a cap charge in 2022 from the 2022 and 2023 bonus proration. Now, there's one thing you could do, and it reaches back to something which happened with Brett Favre in 2006. You could move the roster bonus date to somewhere either early 6th, uh, June 3rd, somewhere June 3rd or beyond. And that way, the Packers would not be responsible for the $6.8 mil, $6.8 million roster bonus. Now, this is something Favre did when the Packers did with Favre when he was going through his yearly, will I play? Am I going to retire? Stuff, which the act wore then. And in 2006, they moved that roster bonus four times. It was a six-day, three had a $3 million six-day league year roster bonus. They moved it first to the 13th day. League year. Then they moved it to April 1st. Then they moved it to April 15th. And finally, they moved it to June, July 27th. So if Rodgers is going to force his way out, and you see that, if you see that roster bonus move, the payment date, that means a trade is in the works to me because he's forcing his way out. I don't, I think cooler heads prevailed. Maybe Rodgers was just trying to send a signal to the Packers that you need to go back to 2019 and be aggressive in free agency and don't draft anyone who can't be immediate help. Now, the time when you really expect Brett, I'm not Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers to be traded would be 2022. That seems most likely because you didn't draft Jordan Love to never play for him to be basically Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, what he was in New England. Uh, to Tom Brady when they drafted him because Brady played so well. <laughs> Their succession van was full, and they ultimately ended up trading him in his contract year um, midseason to the uh, 49ers for a second-round pick. The 2022 really makes a lot more sense because their contracts align don't align well. They're both under contract through 2023, Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. So 2022 seems like the time you would trade Aaron Rodgers. Packers would pick up 22.648 million of cap room by getting rid of his 39.852 million dollar 2022 cap number. As I said before, dead money would be 17.204. 
and his 2023 cap number of 28.352 million comes off the books as well. Love would be your starting quarterback in 2022 with salaries of 1.735 million and then just under 2.3 in 2023, cap numbers of basically 3.377 and 3.94. And you really need to have him play the third year, which would be 2022, because you have to exercise a fifth-year option after year three. So that's why I think 2022 makes the most sense. And fifth-year options have now changed in terms of uh, – it used to just be guaranteed for injury, but beginning with the 2018 draft class, the guys whose options are exercised this year, like Josh Allen and um, Lamar Jackson, once you exercise the option, it's fully guaranteed. You can't wait until the first day of the league year, get rid of it because it's only injury guaranteed. Um, so you would need to have to have him play to know whether you're going to pick up the fifth-year option. And the only way it would elevate to – transition tag would be if he became a pro bowler. Otherwise, it's probably going to be at the lowest level because the way the options now work, they're no longer tied to draft position, that he'd have to average like 75% of the play time over the first, hard from average 50% of play time over the first uh, three years, um, even if he took all 22, all the snaps in 2022. Unless Rodgers gets hurt next year. I'm obviously assuming Rodgers is still there. In order for him to hit the escalator of third through 20th uh, highest paid players. Otherwise, it would be third through 25th highest paid pick. So, that's uh, probably the most likely scenario. Aaron Rodgers gets traded in 2022. Unless they're just going to write off Jordan Love. And a 2021 trade, to me, only occurs if Aaron Rodgers really forces the hand of the Green Bay Packers. And it's like, I want out under all circumstances. And that's that. I look for the look for them to trade them to the AFC. The Colts are probably the most ready-made team. To me, it makes sense. Stay put where you are. Um, you guys are set to uh, be a Super Bowl contender again. You know, I have a lot of cap room. So having uh, additions is going to be tough. But. Well, stay tuned, and we'll see what happens with this ongoing um, Aaron Rodgers saga, although I tend to think it's more much to do about nothing. Nonetheless, thought made sense to address the ramifications of trading Aaron Rodgers now, how it might occur, and when the trade most likely will occur. Thanks for listening. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel, C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And also have my regular column at cbsports.com. Agents take on NFL contracts and salary cap matters. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.